Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Biden administration has released a draft regulation that would classify more gig workers as employees so they can get more benefits. This proposed change would have a large impact across many different industries from transportation to construction and everything in between. But the question really beyond the headline is, is this a good fit for today's economy? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. Well, the headline is pretty easy. Uh, should those people get more benefits by being employees? Uh, that might sound good. I think there's more to think about when it comes to that. And so we turn to one of our inside sources. Christian Bridgeke is an associate editor at Reason who covers property rights, housing policy, transportation policy, and regulation. This is a regulation space. And I uh, had a great piece in Reason uh, that Biden is chipping away at the deregulatory legacy of the Trump administration with new gig worker rules. Christian, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. So let's uh, let's start high level with this. Uh, what is this proposal? How would it Im- impact uh, everyone from our Uber driver uh, to delivery person, someone working on a construction job? Uh, so I, the impact is not entirely clear. So it's the this gets really into the weeds really fast. But what the Biden administration is trying to do is replace um, a test that the Department of Labor uses to determine who is an employee and therefore who needs to is both entitled to uh, minimum wage and overtime uh, protections, but then also who needs to track their hours in order to claim those benefits. Um, the Trump administration uh, had put out a test that basically relied on two primary factors, which was how much do you, the worker, have control over your own time, your own job, and then how much um, opportunity do you have to go make money outside of that job? Uh, The Biden administration is proposing something, um, a longstanding test, but also one that's far more complex that has six parts to it. um, And there's no clear, you know, prioritization between all these different uh, factors that the Department of Labor would consider to determine who uh, might be an employee versus who might be an independent contractor. So it adds a lot more confusion. It's not quite clear where, yeah, your average Uber driver or uh, tattoo artist or opera singer might fall in the categorization. Yeah, and this is it's such an interesting thing uh, because as you look at those kinds of things, even consulting projects uh, very rapidly could be classified as employment if you're you know working on a project for a six month or a nine month period you're going into an office or you're going to a site or whatever uh it gets pretty complicated pretty quickly and it seems to me that uh the the push seems to be backwards in terms of an old economy uh is is that where it's going to bump up against itself and uh, what do we expect uh, to see happening as this tries to, to move forward Yes, absolutely. So um, I said that the impact isn't clear with to, as in regards to any one particular worker, but what this test does do is make it easier ultimately for someone to be classified as an employee and not an independent contractor. And that's something that in states that have passed uh, more uh, robust laws trying to expand the definition of what counts as employment, that's you, you've seen a lot of pushback from 
workers all of a sudden subject to all the regulations that come with being a full-time uh, worker, employee. Um, they, a lot of these folks, they prefer the flexibility that comes with uh, independent work, gig work. Um, they are um, oftentimes the, the benefits that they earn by being part of a full-time uh, employer being considered that um, are uh, cost them other economic opportunities or the arrangements that they have um, uh, with their people hiring them uh, becomes too expensive that they ended up losing money. So, I mean, you saw cases like this in uh, California where uh, tattoo artists would, uh, you know, be considered independent contractors and maybe rent a, a chair in a tattoo parlor. The new rules come in saying that, no, in fact, your employees, the parlor realizes they can't afford to pay for all these uh, employees has to cut back and therefore your tattoo artist loses uh, loses money, loses uh, opportunities. Uh, you, you saw that play out in a lot of different professions. Um, and this is something the federal rules would probably contribute to make easier. Yeah. And I think that's, it gets a, a, such an interesting thing in terms of flexibility, both for em- employees. Uh, some, of course, want to be classified as employees and have, you know, health care benefits or have their taxes automatically taken out. Others, as you said, would much prefer to have the flexibility, deal with their own taxes uh, and uh, not worried about the, the benefit side of things. And then, of course, you have a lot of uh, small and entrepreneurial companies uh, who don't want to have the, the massive overhead, don't want to have a big HR department. Uh, and so there's a lot of competing factions in there. And then, of course, you throw in uh, the right to unionize and some of those kinds of things. Mm. It, it gets, uh, as you said, it gets into the weeds pretty fast. Uh, are there any indicators that you're watching in terms of uh, how this might go, what the administration might do next, uh, or or what happens? Uh, so it's a pretty straightforward process um, from here. What the Biden administration has done is released a, a draft rule. People will comment um, so, you know, a lot of uh, business associations, uh, gig worker associations or companies that hire them frequently will oppose it. Um, the usual suspects of uh, organized labor and other, um, you know, worker organizations will likely support it. But it looks pretty it's a pretty straightforward path for the Biden administration to finalize this rule. Um, it's possible that they'll there'll be lawsuits trying to stop its implementation. Uh, but from what I'm told uh, by uh, you know experts in this space is. That by the fact that they're reviving a rule that had existed for decades, um, this very complicated test of who's an employee, who's an employer, um, it's would probably be pretty robust, uh, would withstand, yeah, pretty robust to uh, legal challenges. Mm. Uh, so uh, the odds are that within a few months, this will be the law of the land. Okay, and that's uh, that's the important thing to kick in whenever things are being done by that rule or by that executive branch. Uh, you do usually get the the lawsuit, as as you said, Christian. This one's uh, tested that a few times uh, in the past, uh, so that will be interesting. It's another one of those areas where I wish Congress would do their job on the front end. It might make it a little easier on sure. the back end for the create some certainty for the for the rest of us. Certainly. Um, I guess that is the the one potential is for a uh, you know, Republican led Congress to mm. maybe try to pump the brakes on this. But as it stands right now, it doesn't seem like there's too much getting in the way. Okay. Christian Britsky, associate editor at Reason, and uh, always great writing and great insight. Uh, this is one that can be really complicated, but man, this is this impacts all of us in a significant way. Christian, thanks so much for weighing in today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. All right, uh, the gig economy. Again, should they be classified as employees? What does that cost to uh, the business owner? Uh, Does that provide the best 
customer service and customer experience. Uh, who do you want in charge of that? Who do you want to have the flexibility in terms of work hours, work days, how you go about it? Uh, it can be very messy. I don't think the executive branch should be uh, deciding that on their own. I think Congress needs to get engaged as well. And we'll continue to watch all of it uh, because that goes well beyond the headlines. And that's what we got to think about. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.